Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast, episode number 19. I am Adrian, the masterful dude of Doolinus, the face that runs the place, the host with the most, and... I'm your Resident Evil Bone King. Well, that's a good Did you Smash that? announcer voice. That was like, you fucking... brought it on on that one. Well, that's the voice I use whenever I announce my, my call sign, as you know how it is. And it's, for it's the Bone Zone? That was Yes, for, for the Bone Zone, which I'm coining that term now. Okay. There will be t-shirts made. Yes, be prepared. Uh, sign up on my Patreon for more Bone Zone t-shirts. But no, um, what, what were we even? We were talking about something about starting the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got news. Well, you got news for me? I got news. I got news for you and the uh, Fan Freaks public. (laughs) Or the freaks in general. Well, that's the people who are listening to this show, those freakies out there. So let's go ahead and inform them with what we got. We're not a news show, but we got this. (laughs) So first things first, uh, George. Oh. George. Oh. And I fucking hate this, but Joker 2 looks to be uh, being made. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't want another Joker. I'm happy it made a billion. I'm happy for its success, but we don't need another one, I feel. No, no. And plus, that movie, I feel like, was sort of written in a way where it was meant to stand alone as its own thing. It feels weird. You know what I mean? To sort of make oh, a sequel to that. Yeah, 100%. It has, like... It doesn't feel right to have a sequel. Uh, and I'm trying to not give any spoilers or anything like that, but it's just kind of like where that movie ends. You're just kind of like, ah, uh, yeah, you want to do that? As a one-off, sure? it's great. As a one-off, it's great. I don't see how you could sequelize it. I, I, but I see them trying to make the same amount of money, and it's like, oh, well, that made money. Let's just do it again. But instead of I doing mean, another character or something yeah. interesting, let's just fucking... Do the same Uh, one again. We have Black Adam has finally a release date because it's been in pre-production for 12 years. Uh, December 22nd, 2021. Dwayne The Rock Johnson will play Black Adam. Oh my God. So this is actually happening? Finally, yes. Okay. Uh, Lord of the Rings season two is already renewed. Just like The Witcher season two is going to happen. Both shows haven't come out yet. (laughs) But Amazon Prime for Lord of the Rings and Netflix for Witcher are so confident they already said, yeah, we're going to give you season two. They're just really confident. Really? That's the only thing. Uh, Netflix, I don't know if you've noticed, but Netflix is pretty willing to throw money at projects. Yeah. Which is good and bad. They (laughs) just uh, signed a deal with Nickelodeon to do uh, projects based on its cartoons. Right, right, because they're, I don't know if it's just Netflix, where does Netflix get their money? Like, how are they able to get all these properties and be like, yeah, we'll give them a shot? Is it because it is the internet platform or the, you know, the kind of ease of the releases? It's not really something like TV they have to fit into? No, not, I I honestly don't know how they're making money because every time you read any article regarding Netflix and money, it's always talking about how in debt they are. <laughs> Like they're, a, I read some gargantuan number, like a billion dollars in debt. And I'm like, wow, well, shit. That's well, because, you know, well, when they eight throw 99 so- and you share your password with like 10 people and then everybody gets to watch whenever they want. Well, sometimes it works is my whole thing. Cause it's like stranger things obviously really took off and there's a whole other, and you know what? I really appreciate their, their like attention to 2d or, or like drawn animation because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of that in other like TVs or movies or anything. So Netflix is like kind of this new outlet for that. 
Um, but you know, they also release things like Big Mouth, so I don't know. <laughs> I have yet to see Big Mouth, but ever but so far people that I know and trust have told me it's not funny, it's kinda overrated. It's just it it's got its own sense of humor. My biggest problem with it is just there's this this kind of like flash animation vibe where they kind of like tweening the the eyes just I don't know, they look the same and it just looks weird. Very samey. Yeah, and, and uh, there's a YouTube channel called I Hate Everything that brought it up. There's like a dance sequence and all the characters are looking at the camera and they all look exactly the same with their eyes. Mm. So it just looks really weird and it's like, "Oh, okay, that's the art that's happening here." Uh, any other art movie? Uh, any art? Any other news movie wise, man? Yeah, uh, Henry Cavill came out uh, doing an interview, obviously for hyping up The Witcher and mm. with Men's Health, and they asked him about Superman, and he says, "I just want to clear this up. I don't want to give up the role. I want to bring uh, some honesty back to the character, or, like be true to the comics for the mm. character. He feels that he hasn't had an opportunity to do that yet. Okay, so." He says, and I quote, the cape's still in my closet. Now, is he implying that Superman is gay? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there is pink kryptonite. Oh, my God. That's true. Oh, my God. Hey, Jimmy, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) How you doing? No, but I actually... Lois, fuck off. If I may ask, um, how do you feel about The Witcher? I'm actually really interested in the show. It looks really good. Did you see the trailer? I've I've seen some of it, yes, and I'm just kind of worried because it looks the the wig, the wig just bothers me a tiny bit. Is that weird? I that's such a weird thing to focus on because it, it really pulls me out of it, and I know what, that they're his trying wi- to hit his long hair, the long white hair wig. It just doesn't look natural, kinda, and it just kind of throws me off. And him trying to look serious with it, and it's it's a small thing. And I'm sure if the show is good, then I can get over it. I didn't whatever, even but... know it was a wig. From, are you kidding? From my understanding, are it was, you it kidding? was real. Oh my god, no! Don't tell me that. I don't think so. I really mean, I'll look it up on the break. Hair? I don't think so. I mean, I'll look it up on the break. Okay, because that that'd be ridiculous. That that weird mop that's on his head are you sure yeah but the show looks like it has some serious budget like it looks really good all right i mean i i honestly myself wasn't super impressed with how it looks in the trailers but but you're very difficult to impress that's not true at all it's not true at all you know i don't need the best effects i don't need the best things ever it just needs to be toned for that kind of thing i mean like people complain about the cw fucking special effects for all those dc shows i i kind of don't because those shows really aren't meant to have like a huge giant budget right and it's kind of like all right, they're making do but you with the do, graphics budget they have. But you do admit it looks like shit. I mean, sure, but it's a TV show, so I never really expected the best graphics ever. You know what I mean? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like you defend the CW shows just to be contrarian. That's not that's not true at all, because there's a lot of shit I can complain about the CW shows and the way that they're written. And right, how they but more often than not, you defend them. Shit. I mean, because they're the best DC shit that's out right now outside whatever comic stuff that I don't know. No, I don't think they're the best DC shit. Okay. I'm sorry, Doom Patrol is one of the best shows, period. All right, and that's well, on DC Universe Online. Okay, and that's that's not a CW show? No. Like I just said, that's on DC okay. Universe Online. Okay, well, I haven't seen it, 
So you may, maybe that'll be the one. I'm just saying, I'm not even saying that the CW shows are the best things ever. I'm just saying that I would not expect them to have crazy graphics or crazy special effects when they're obviously more content on trying to, like, I don't know, serialize things, you know? Right. So another piece of news, because I, I guess I'm just loaded with DC shit. But- DC time. Gal Gadot, uh, Wonder Woman, uh, Ben Affleck, who was Batman, Kevin Smith, who never had anything with the DC movie universe, uh, Jason Momoa, Kevin Smith, Ray Fisher, all these people are now calling for releasing the Snyder Cut. Oh, God. Of Justice League, which apparently exists on the computer of Zack Snyder because this. I, I guess it exists. Well, then, if Zack Snyder is so intent on releasing the cut or whatever, why doesn't he just release the cut? Why does He can't he... because it's contractually obligated with Warner Bros. Warner Bros. technically owns the film. And if it were to somehow get leaked? Well, they would probably blame him, and he would probably find himself in financial trouble. Uh, all right. I don't know. Like, I'm not even trying to be a proponent of we need to see this movie because I highly doubt there's anything. I mean, this is just me personally. I highly doubt there's anything in that cut that could salvage that film for me because mm-hmm. the way that they acted as those characters would still remain regardless of whatever extra footage you shot. I mean, I there's not about, like their portrayals. There's allegedly a completely different opening. There's a different ending. More than 50% of the film was reshot with Josh Whedon directing. Sure, but was it the same script? No. Okay, well then I don't know anything anymore then. They're very different. Josh Whedon came in right after they they were kind of rapping. And then Josh completely changed the film at the behest of Warner Brothers. Because they kind of quote unquote use Zack Snyder's daughter's suicide as a way of firing him. Mm, okay, that sounds like a lot of drama. Damn, I don't even see because I'm I'm all for moving on. Like, if a movie bombs like Justice League and you've already set up this universe and you're like, man, it sucks that that universe bombed. Like, why not just continue with another thing and learn from your mistake? If you're so you know hard set on releasing the Snyder Cut and all this shit, like, why is it such a big deal to try and make this movie great again when you could just make another movie that is better or does it because better this in the first was, place? Uh, supposedly. All right, so but you're I, trying to undo the past impressions. No, and you can't do that. You know what I mean? No, what people want is to give respect to Zack Snyder because they feel his vision was cut short by Warner, which you can make a solid argument. There's enough evidence to say that Warner forced Batman to be in Batman versus Superman, that they forced a lot of exposition for other characters in Batman versus Superman. Originally, Zack Snyder didn't want to do Batman versus Superman. What he wanted to do was Man of Steel 2, which had a post credit scene revealing Batman to go into a possible Batman versus Superman thing without the other Justice League. But the end would have them like showing off the seven or whatever. Okay, sure. If there's in this alternate universe where things were planned properly and it wasn't a weird editing nightmare for like three films, but like it isn't only an editing nightmare. You would also have to understand that for Warner Brothers, at least the head of the studio who's been let go, 
he mandated that Justice League kept its original release date, even though Josh Whedon tried to push it back to, you know, do the proper reshoots and to help with the CGI. Hmm. The reason why it released in November and as piss poor of a job as it did was because Kevin Sujahara, the ex-head of Warner Brothers, wanted to release it for a bonus. He actually made more money on that movie than anybody else. Even hmm. though it bombed critically and financially, he still made money because he released it on time. Okay, and I, okay, this is really interesting information about the production and the release. But like, yeah, I actually studied a lot of this. But but ultimately, in the end, my whole gimmick or the whole not gimmick, my whole point <laughs> is that like we should just move on and do a we better should. one and we not have to let worry about go. this. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm absolutely agreeing with you. I feel the Snyder cut is kind of like a pipe dream. It's this fabled director's cut of a movie but, but that like, should, it, that was pretty fucking shit and a p- terrible idea to begin with. But even if it comes out, like, what's it going to do? Erase everyone's initial reaction? We already saw the other movie and what it was. It'd be great to have this other version for the fans, and that's something. But we should also focus on the future and stuff. But it's just kind of became this whole fan-based thing and honestly i'm all about fandoms and whatnot but it just seemed like at that point fandoms do have a hard time letting go of a thing mm-hmm. and i'm a big fan of silent hill trust me like this was a huge thing even back then i tried to believe that like you know other directors would do great with the series and some people like those games i'm not trying to say you don't but like i'm also a victim of trying to hold on to a concept mm-hmm. when really it, it should just go on to something else and move on to the next good thing. You know what I mean? And even in that scenario, I thought you could use the same actors again. They're all, they all seem really willing to go up again, give them a better script, another justice league movie. We already know. Well, Ben Affleck left. So not all of them want to come back. Well, Ben, I I guess so. And then Ray Fisher looks like he got fired and he was cyborg. Do do you think Ben Affleck would want to come back if they told him, hey, we're going to have a completely different writer? No. It's going to be a different thing? No. No, they offered him the position to write and direct the Batman movie, and he said no. Okay. Well, that's why Matt Reeves recasted, and we have Robert Pattinson as Batman. And that that hasn't been confirmed to be a Batman Begins or anything, right? We don't know the plot of the movie. So okay. far, the only thing we do know is that there's going to be a fuckload of villains because the movie's set in Arkham Asylum. What? Okay. I hope it's based on the game. <laughs> it actually might be. It oh, actually God. might be. But not with Robert Pattinson. Yeah, what's wrong with Robert Pattinson? Because the the Batman in in Arkham Asylum is like kind of more gruff and more like older. Does that make sense? That does make sense, but I'd actually be fine with Robert Pattinson. I, he, I'm not saying he's not a good actor. I saw he's the lighthouse. The dude can fucking act, and when he gives a shit about the source material, he could act. And not only that, he is very physically fit, and he looks properly aged for a, a like first year Batman. But he looks like he's been in his year five Batman. If you take his his body from lighthouse into Batman, you could probably make a good claim for like, oh, he's been Batman for some time, but not like fucking 20 years or anything. Hmm. Okay. Arkham Asylum is a great game. It is. And I'm just hoping that we don't have it like be Joker focused. I'm kind of tired of the fucking clown. Hmm. No, no disrespect. I fucking love Joaquin Phoenix Joker, 
but I would like a Batman movie with a different villain. Calendar like, Man. Scarecrow. Finally give uh, Penguin. Mad Hatter his due. Rat Catcher. Okay. You could do Mad Hatter because Alice in Wonderland is public domain. Yeah. So they could totally also, bring Also, Warner back. Bros. did the fucking Alice in Wonderland movies directed by Tim Burton. Well, there you go. I'm, and maybe they could do a crossover. And Johnny Depp as Mad Hatter in the Batman movies. Uh, Johnny Depp actually got, uh, again, the Grindelwald movie. So oh, he's going to be Grindelwald again. I'm d- I'm, all right. But did you hear what I said? Yes, in My I heard. infinitely better movie. Right, right, right. I, I heard you. Yeah. I just wanted to give that last bit of news. No, right. But he just reprises his role as Mad Hatter in the Alice movies. Like, no change at all. Mm. But um, also, I don't know. I don't know if you knew this because I didn't know this, Adrian. Mm-hmm. But apparently, the nominations for the Game Awards, the Game Awards, the, the Jeff Keighley show. Oh God, is it is it not Game Awards? It is the Game Awards. Okay, because I've been but getting the it Jeff wrong Keighley all day. Show that he does on Spike TV. Yarp. So apparently, the nominations are out. Oh um, shit! So I thought it'd be cool if we could on the show go through them and sort of I don't know uh, talk about what is nominated, and then maybe after the break we can sort of I don't know talk about what we'd like to win. Sound like a good idea? That sounds great. All Wait, right. we're going to break now? No, no, no. I'm saying after we go through the nominations. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Don't worry, dear audience. We're not going to break just yet. Yeah, we also we would like to know what you would want to win. Ah, yes. I was I was gonna say that at the very end, but uh, you know what? At least get them thinking about it now while they're listening. Yeah, yeah. Don't, and then they go like we don't obviously it's not just <laughs> us it's a together show we do this for you fan freaks you know what should i do a poll on the fan freaks yeah and abandon it just like you did for smash i didn't abandon that one it's still up there and it's until the next fucking character is revealed okay which very well might be uh at the game awards that's where right. they reveal joker so you know what this could even tie into that who knows we may get a smash character on top of all this all right so where do what what's the the lists where do you want to go first like all with all right. these nominees thank you everyone for joining the fan freaks nominees the game of the year awards oh, he's doing his announcer voice the nominees for game of the year are <laughs> control by remedy Death Stranding, Kojima Productions, Resident Evil 2, our boy, <laughs> our, our fucking, our, our horse that we're betting all money on, at least, we don't know, actually we haven't made the list yet, Psychoro, Shadows Die Twice. Is it Psychoro or Sekiro? Psychoro, Sekiro, I don't know the exact pronunciation because like there's obviously a Japanese like accent you're supposed mm-hmm. to have when you say it, but it is something like that, Psychoro, Sekiro, some close to that. Good game. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yo, what's up? That's a a titan right there in the runnings. And then we have The Outer Worlds. Which is Fallout New Vegas in space. Right, which I actually haven't played, but I'm hearing great things about. Same. uh, So that's nominations for the game of the year. Um, Anything you want to say about these right now? Because before we're going to have plenty of time to go into the ones we want to win. I feel really bad that I haven't played Control or Death Stranding. Mm -hmm. Uh, Control, I feel, will be overlooked, but Remedy as a company is really good usually. Yes, they did Quantum Break, but these motherfuckers did Max Payne 1 and 2. Like, that's a fucking landmark franchise for the PS2. Right, and you know, um, honestly... And Control apparently is a strong female character 
with a superhero focus, but it's also really great writing. That's what I've heard. I can't wait to play it. It's on sale for Black Friday. Check your Best Buy well, I've or actually, Target. I've actually played it. Oh, you have? Um, you yes. Played, you played Control? I didn't beat it, but I did get to experience a bit of Control, and it really does feel like Alan Wake, but with like a jump command. Oh, yeah. Remedy did do Alan Wake as oh, well. Oh, um, and Alan Wake was my whole thing that got me really into them. You For know me, I mean? it was Max Payne, but well, I, I could see where Obviously, man, you love Max Payne, and that's a good game series to love, to be honest. It's, yeah, we fucking hate three. It's <laughs> Really? You know, I actually don't know. I didn't play it. I have no idea, but I figured they that kind of idea- They took away the graphic novel cutscenes, oh. and they put a lot more cutscenes of CG animation and motion capture. What it was trying and, to be modern. Oof. Yeah, and they took the story away from New York to put it in Sao Paulo. I, I kind of like that washed out kind of older Max Payne. In like I'm fine a with, with thing. Bruce Willis Max Payne, but mm-hmm. my issue with Max Payne three wasn't just that, but they also increased this like lens flare. Oh God! Like uh, weird filter. Weird something. filter. Yeah, it's like, but it's so grainy in the cutscenes that it kind of made me feel nauseous when I first played it. Well, Control doesn't have that. Thank God. I, 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 it has more. I think more blurs than anything, and the controls are fun. Funnily enough, control. And what else have you played here? Because all I've played was RE2 and Smash, obviously. So I've played just about everything here except Death Stranding. Oh, nice. Oh, and Outer So Worlds. you played uh, Sekudo? I actually got to play a little bit of Sekudo. Um, was it hard? Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, oh, it, so it's Dark Souls. It's it's more like Bloodborne than Dark Souls, in my opinion. What's the difference? What's As the someone difference? who doesn't play that series. Okay, there, there are some pretty stark differences. Um, it, it's mainly just in the pacing is the the major, the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. You know, Blood, Bloodborne doesn't have a shield or, or any of like... It has magic, but it, it's kind of a lot quicker paced where you have to cast it very quickly. Um, a very more reflex based, a lot of parries, um, you oh. don't block a lot, you know what I mean? Okay, okay, okay. Um, but you, you've played fighting games in your life, so you might be have a leg up on oh, that. Oh yeah, but Psychido is like you have let's put it this way. Um the only way to do damage to the enemy a lot of the times is to counter them. Oh shit. So a counter attack is like the real way to kill to them. To parry. You need to parry to kill them essentially. And like um, there's like a certain bar or something that's like depending on how much that bar fills up, you stop blocking. But it it's different from Dark Souls. It's depending on how you're moving it, and I, I don't remember the specifics. But there is a balance function in there too, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. It's a good game though. It has a lot of neat moments. The only one I haven't played is Death Stranding, so we'll we'll move on to the next nominee. But uh, you want to take this one? You mean like put. Oh, the action announce game? it! Oh. <laughs> announce the nominees, buddy. Okay, so here we go with action game of the year. We have Apex Legends, uh-huh. which is which kind of took the crown from Fortnite for a little bit. Everybody was talking about Apex, <laughs> Astral Chain, which is from Platinum Games, the people that made uh, Bayonetta and uh, stuff, and Near, and that's essentially what that game is really close to. <laughs> oh, it's close to Near Automata because oh everyone's God. told me it's more like Bayonetta Devil May Cry because of the the fighting in it. I mean, from what I've seen, actually, I mean, finish off saying the the rest of them, okay. and then we'll go on. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, uh-huh. which is a remake, I guess. Instead of the remaster. Oh, look. Devil May Cry 5. Oh, I'm glad it made it. Another Capcom game, which is great to see. We An need action to see. game, eh? Hold, hold on. I just fucking lost the list. Hold <laughs> on. Hold on. Hold on, guys. We are super prepared. It's okay. I got the next one. Gears oh. 5. <laughs> okay. 
Gears and 5. And Metro Exodus. Oh, okay. So, um, a strong list indeed. So, I, I mean, back to what we were saying on Astral Chain, the whole digital concept, the whole like the main character. I mean, you could be either the male or the female, but the female character looks a lot or has like the same 2B? kind of like the 2B tight, you know, bottom clothes where the ass is a very primary focus. I don't know, it's a thing with this character designer. Also, it, it helps that, um, the fucking Nier Automata composer, the Nier mm-hmm. composer, Kaichi Okabe, he's in that game too. Okay, the so he composed for the music, there. right? And it sounds like Near, which is um, ama- okay, amazing because I love the Near soundtrack like to death. It's possibly like my favorite OST ever. So like to hear him do more music, wow, over Akira's Silent Hill yeah, two or three, I, I had a very big existential moment Damn. where I was like, is this better than Akira Maoka? And they they invoke very different feelings, so right. it's it's different. But they're, they're either neck and neck or one beats the other. It it really depends, but the, it's up there. It's uh, really fucking up there. I want to also uh, mention, I've heard a lot of people complain about Gears 5 being mm. slow and kind of dull. I mean, we've been through a lot of Gears games. I, I guess <laughs> the formula is kind of the same. Cover, shoot. It's something that was revolutionary in 2003, when when it was on the Xbox 360 Gears 1. But nowadays, it's just... Uh, it might it might might have run its due don't don't hate me but like and i hope the audience doesn't hate me but i've kind of always felt that way about gears of war and that's just me personally and my i really i played the first one but i never wanted to play anymore like i i beat i played and beat the first one didn't give a shit to get back into the series and it's not the shit on people who like gears of war i mean it's a it's a great game series enough to where it is selling a lot that obviously it has its fan base it's just me personally i found the gameplay to get really repetitive as much as i love that reload system that was a that was a great reload system and in fact i would say the gears of war reload system is what got me good at the the skill checks in dead by daylight oh it's nice. the same kind of you know time in you know what i'm also going to throw in army of 2 who also had a thing like that. Uh, also, I just want to be happy that Resi 2 is for game of the year, but Devil May Cry 5 is there for action game. I'm really happy for Capcom coming Capcom coming back. Strong. Our boys kind of coming back. There's a big rumor that Street Fighter 6 might actually happen. Is this the return of Captain Commando? Maybe, but uh, right now also... Uh, Street Fighter Five got announced. Uh, a new, a new no. version. Okay, the champion, the championship edition, or something Great. with forty fighters and thirty-four stages. Y- you mean the should have been final release of the game? <laughs> you got that right. All right. So moving on, we got the nominees for action and adventure game. This got, is all you, bud. Yeah. Let's let's try this out. So we got Borderlands Three. Fuck uh, off. I I am not a big fan of the, some of the people on the development staff, not development, Fuck mainly you, Randy just Pitchford. the yeah exactly, mainly just the higher manager or managerial staff. It's mainly him. But anyway, apparently a lot of people like it. My cousin is a big fan. I don't know. Control, which is also wow, here. Nice. Another control. Okay. Death Stranding. I find it so funny. Death Stranding is already on these lists, and it's been out for like what. Two, two weeks? weeks. Yeah. Yeah, but Jeff is a huge fan of Hideo. And I mean, rightly so, but it's just funny to me because it's like, I mean, have people really gotten the chance to explore everything in Death Stranding yet? I mean, that's the problem with having these things in November, I guess, right? Well, when is the Game Awards? Isn't it like next it's week? It's December 15th. Oh, okay. So yeah. we, 
they are already preparing. I mean, we. But you what if a game comes these. out on December twenty fourth, December twenty third, just in time for Christmas or some stupid well, shit? Well, that's why Smash is here on this list. But Smash came out a while ago. Uh, Smash came out in December of last year after the Game Awards. Came oh, out. so it it includes shit like that where it's yeah. the last month before. So so really, the new year starts December essentially, December fifteenth for, for the Game Awards. Yeah. Huh, I never That's considered that. That's why when I do the freakies, I do it in the in March, so that way we have enough time to reflect on the year past. Huh, okay, I didn't That's know that. That's why the freakies is better than the game awards, but nobody gives me money. It's just well, not yet. Sign up for the Fan Freaks Patreon that doesn't <laughs> exist yet. Um so we got next up Resident Evil 2 for action adventure game. Now, you said uh, you had something personal you wanted to say about this. Is it an action adventure Technically, game? Technically, yes. I mean, it's more action than adventure. For the best action-adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Fuck. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, if you just go with that layman's but term. Because I but I'm never going to compare Uncharted with Resi. Action-adventure game is such a generic term that I feel like it could apply to just about anything, really. Yeah. Where When are you not having action or to having some sort of adventure? I mean, I get it, though. There should be some sort of adventure category because games such as the next nominee, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Yeah, how could you fucking compare Resi to Zelda? Not only that, but there but like, should be a genre or a category for things like Zelda. You know what I mean? Where it's, it's, but to be fair, what we would want Resi to be nominated for is fair. survival horror. But survival horror is like so niche. <laughs> Nominees for survival horror are Resident Evil, and that's it. Ah, uh, Fatal Frame Japanese port. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Luigi's Mansion Three. <laughs> wait, wait, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. So yeah. this is the the remake, right, yes. of the old game. All Correct. Right. The the remake plus additions, and uh, Psychedo. Psychedo Shadows Die Twice again. All right. And that actually is an action adventure game, I'd say, through and through. Although it has that Bloodborne kind of gameplay, and I always feel like Bloodborne is like a, a survival horror just because it has a whole bunch of horror creatures. But I don't know. That's kind of stretching it. Um, you want to get this one? Art direction? Yeah, let's do it. Again, control. Wow. Again, Death Stranding. Jesus. Uh, we have a different one now. Grease. Grease. I've never heard of before. No, I don't want to sign up. Oh, I just lost it. Okay, well, he keeps losing it. I'm going to go, just get her okay. Sorry, I'm going to open it up. Sayonara Wild Hearts, which looks interesting. I've never it, No, that's seen a mobile game. What? You might actually Art play. Direction. Yeah, yeah, but Sayonara, uh, what is it? Wild Hearts? Wild Hearts is a mobile game. Okay, well, I guess we can give it a shot. Um, Psycho, By we, you mean you. Yeah, I know, because I basically play these mobile games. I don't, um, Psycho, Sh- Shadows Die Twice again, and Zelda Link's Awakening. And this is for art direction. I feel like, you know what, I'm not going to say, but like this list has a lot of interesting choices. Um, like games like Control, Death Stranding, and Psycho are more realistic. And while Psycho does have cool visuals... Games like Legend of Zelda's Link's Awakening and Sayonara and Greece, they seem like they're more artistic in sort of display. Yeah, it's like know? a weird mix of AAA and uh, I want to say AAA and indie. Okay, so uh, what happened? You lost the next one because no, I got the no, next no. One. I was going through how many there are, and there are a lot. And hopefully, there's yeah, some but we're gonna we skip, skip the esports okay. stuff. We're gonna skip some of them. Uh, so audio design. That's me. Can right. I do it? Because yes. I fucked up on the previous. Go, one. go for it. Redeem Call yourself. Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Okay. Control. Death Stranding. Gears Five. 
Resi 2 for audio design. I'm fine with that. Uh, Sekiro uh, Shadows Die Twice. Oof. Ooh. Okay. Another, a Souls game is really good with that audio design. Uh, community support. We're skipping that. All right. Sorry, guys. We don't know. Content creator. Skipping that. Esports. 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 <laughs> we have a. We had a list, but in like we we put it together, but then apparently Google doesn't include all the nominees. So family game. Do guy. you want to do game? family game? Hell, hell yeah, I want to do family game. All right, go you. All right, here we go. Family game. <laughs> We've got Luigi's Mansion Three, Ring Fit Adventure. I've never even heard of that. I one. know about that game, but not because of things that Nintendo wants me to know about that game. <laughs> the, the characters are very popular online. We'll just go ahead and say that. Oh, Rule Thirty Four. Um, you know, it's it's natural. It's natural. Nintendo. I don't. All right, when are we going to have the Fan Freaks podcast about whether or not Nintendo is aware of the Rule 34 community that it is supplying all the time? No? No. Okay, because it does fan service shit all the time. I mean, I get it, but no. Okay, all right. Well, you know what? I mean, I'm we, sure people are having fun with Gooigi. But see what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. it, they seem to be like doing safe versions of weird kinks. To sort of apply to that demographic and sell a normal character without that. Yeah. So they're, they're very good with that. I don't know. Just interesting. What's the next one? Uh, we got Super Mario Maker 2. Oh, It's a family game. Interesting. I always thought that was more like a... Well, anyway. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Is it a family game? Um, yeah. I would consider it more of a fighting game, but that's all it's right. It's both. Yeah, I guess. Why can't oh, what's the last one? And the last one is Yoshi's Crafted World. That's super oh, cute. You're going to have to get this next one. For sure. I already have it ready, buddy. <laughs> boy, boy. <laughs> uh, fighting game for the best game designed primarily around head-to-head combat. All right, so we have Dead or Alive 6. Interesting. Dead, or, dead on Arrival, because nobody fucking plays that game. <laughs> Jump Force. Go talk what? about Dead on Arrival. What? This fucking game came out. I have yet to see a local or a fucking major tournament for this. <laughs> like, it's... It's pretty much non-existent. Oh, talking about non-existent. Mortal Kombat 11. So in the people local, people play it. People do still yes, play it. Yes, and it, it had a representation at Evo, but still, Dragon Ball Fighters, a game that came out a year ago, had more signups than MK11, and the, and Evo I, had a huge uh, like I, commercialization for MK11. Right. I just I blame the cast to be honest, and the weird decision to to really display most of them in the fighter screen as the revenant versions. Like this game is for people who wanted a sequel to the last game, but it doesn't really apply to the people who just want to jump in and fight. It's kind of a lot of wait, why is this character MKX a zombie? Is I don't know. better Mortal Kombat, I feel. And with MK11, I don't blame just that. I also blame the fact that if you were to look at moves they changed all the moves around. Oh yeah, well. So they gave like some moves of Sub Zero to Sonya Blade, and some moves of Sonya Blade to like, uh, oh my God, what's his name? Well, there, Kano. There's custom abilities too, so sometimes. Oh, your and they thing just released finally an update where you can make your own variation to play online because before that, oh, you, you had to use some their variation, the game's variation. You could make a variation in the last game, but it really didn't change much. Is the whole thing because it was just basically naming your your loadout or whatever. Honestly, I have a lot of shit about Mortal Kombat 11. That game liked to fuck around with the player a lot. Like, right. it, it really didn't respect the player's I'll time, be, so I'll, I do not look, have any I'm, faith for that. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, MK11 has been a massive disappointment for everyone that 
I know plays fighting games in in fan first. Not maybe not for everybody, but it is been disappointing to me at the very least. I'm saying for everyone I know that plays fighting games in Fan Freaks that I talk to, that's a part of the group chat right. for Fan Freaks FGC. So if you're in Fan Freaks and you love Mortal Kombat 11, feel free to scream at um, Adrian at uh, yeah. Go ahead, tell me what's why your tw- I'm wrong. What's your Twitter again? At MD Adrian MDOD for Masterful Dude of Doodling. There you go. At MDOD. Here's the next nominee. Samurai Showdown. Right. And the last nominee, who I think is going to win, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Oof. uh, So you brought up, is it a family game? Is it a fighting game? Based on these other ones, did did Guilty Gear not come out this year? No. Oh, I thought one of the Zerd Sign whatever ones came out. No, it just got announced for next year release. Damn. Okay. Like, we just saw a trailer of XRD. Didn't Soul Calibur come out? It did, but it wasn't nominated. How the fuck is Jump Force here and not the new Soul Calibur? I don't know. All right, whatever. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Fresh indie game. Do you want to do that? I I don't care for that. Do you want to do Game Direction? Game Direction, sure. Uh, you want to read it? <laughs> no, do it. you yeah. do it. Game Direction, Control, Death Stranding. I don't know if you're noticing a fucking theme here. Control and Death Stranding seem to be very prevalent. And, well, and Resident Evil 2 and Psychiro and Outer Wilds. So that's like the best games list. But <laughs> I don't know. This is creative vision and innovative in game direction and design. Okay, I have a feeling I, I already have an answer for that one. Um, we're gonna skip games for impact. I think uh, I'm gonna do RPG. Oh, I really want to. Actually, I want to want to do independent game. Okay, you do independent really game. Quick. I'll do RPG. Well, because we got we got a couple, and I do want to bring it up. We have Baba is You, which I actually did play. Um, Disco Elysium, Elysium, uh, Katana Zero, which Vinny tells me is great. Outer Wilds, really? Huh? I thought that was a AAA game. I didn't realize that was independent. And then Untitled Goose Game. Wow, Untitled Goose Game. Oh, yeah. A lot of people love that shit. So you wanted to go to RPGs, you said? Yeah. Oh, well, you skipped over multiplayer. I mean, We got Apex, Borderlands, Call of Duty, Tom Clancy's, and Tetris 99. Yeah, I hope Tetris wins. Yeah, well, you're supposed to save it for your list when we come back, buddy. I mean, out of all those games, Tetris seems to be the most interesting. I I agree. That's what I was going to pick, too. That was going to be my big reveal, but I guess we're just going to say it now. I agree. Ooh, cool. Uh, Performance for voice actor. I would like to do this one if that's cool. Um, Because I'm very much in the voice acting. Ashley Birch. Birch. Oh, Ashley Birch. No way. We were just talking about her. Hey, Ash, what you playing? Uh, Yeah, we totally don't rip her off. What? (laughs) As per uh, Parvati Holcomb in the Outer Worlds. Oh, cool. I'm glad she's in there. Courtney Hope as uh, Jesse Faden in Control. Laura Bailey. No shit. I hope she wins. She's she's in as Kat Diaz in Gears 5, but she's in a lot of shit, dude. She's in just about any anime game you can fucking think of. She's really popular. Uh, Mads Michelson in Death Stranding. The Mads man himself. Uh, Matthew Porretta. Oh, the live action segments and uh, control. I guess so. And Norman Reedus. Interesting that that Claire or none of the Resident Evil Two people made it in, because I really thought their voice acting was really good, mm. provided from what they were gonna work with. You know what I mean? So role playing. Go ahead and hit me up. Disco Elysium. Okay. Final Fantasy fourteen. Okay. Uh, which I thought came out years ago. But I guess because it's getting updates. I don't know. 
Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, which came and went and nobody gives a shit about. Oh my gosh, making bold statements here. Uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, a fucking DLC counts? I, I guess, as the as one of the top RPGs. Did, a fucking did DLC. Did Dragon Quest a, come out? Yeah. This year? Yeah, it did. How the fuck is Dragon Quest not on this list? And then last but not least, The Outer Worlds. I'm not seeing a lot of love ha- for fucking... Uh, for a lot of fucking games I'm out, but instead C, bud. That's weird as hell that that um Iceborne is here and not fucking Dragon Quest because that's gotten really popular recently. Okay, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the next one, which is score and music, because I want to hear uh, your reaction. Okay, go for it. And you did too, so I want to I want to catch up. Cadence of Hyrule, the, the okay. I guess like the what is it, the dance game, the thing? DLC uh, extra campaign for no, for it's not DLC, it's a standalone game. Right, right, but okay, all right, okay, you're so. doing a joke, got it. <laughs> Death Stranding, Devil May Cry Five. I oh oh pull oh. my devil trigger, why don't no, you? No, no, okay, guys. <laughs> Devil May Cry Five has a pretty boss soundtrack. It's though. a pretty fucking amazing soundtrack. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Three. What? Sorry. All right. <laughs> Sayonara Wild Hearts. What soundtrack in fucking Kingdom Hearts Three? The one Utada Hikaru track that people fucking remember. Is that what it is? Uh, anyway, best okay, I re- sports. I really want you to do this one. You want me to do this one? Yeah. Best sports racing game. So I'm gonna yeah, actually they go put backwards. Both genres together. Yeah, I'm gonna do backwards. Okay, but sports do backwards. racing. That's different. Why the hell? Sports are different from racing. But okay. well, racing's a sport. Continue. But football is different from fucking racing. Like yeah, I get it. But not a lot of racing games come out every year. All right. Well, whatever. We got sports action game. Oh god, now I lost it. You're right. It happens. It, do you want me to do it? I got it right here. It's when you click on something. I yeah, got go it right ahead. here. Go ahead, hit me up. FIFA 20. Uh-huh. Go backwards as well, yeah. F1 2019. Right. Which is a Formula One racing game. Uh-huh. Another soccer game, eFootball Pro Evolution Soccer, uh, which yeah. is from Konami. Acronyms all day. They're the only ones that fucking... That's the only game Konami still makes. Uh, Dirt Rally 2.0. And... Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel. My biggest evidence that racing should have its own genre. Yeah, because there are like three there and two soccer games. Yeah, I know. What the fuck? But was there not enough racing games he had to lump in the sports games in there? That's not fair. Uh, Strategy game. I'll go ahead and do this one. Um, Strategy game. We got Age of Wonders, Planetfall, Anno 1800, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, uh, Total War, Three Kingdoms, Tropico 6, and Wargroove. I will say, I've had, my experience with Tropico 6 was not a very good one. Um, Tropico in general, someone needs to sit down and teach me how to play. Because I genuinely do not know, and I spent like four hours trying to figure out how to play, and I lost All super these hard. menus! It really was. It was really a case of like, where do I go to do things? Um, anything in there you, you, you see, strategy game, before we start talking about what we'd like to win? No fucking clue. I've never played any never of play these. Never played any of these? Never. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, and that's it, really. No. Last category is VR. Oh, do, I mean, do you have you do you have a VR headset? I have a Gear VR from Samsung, but I've never played any of these games. But I just want to point out that No Man's Sky is nominated for something okay. in a positive light. Well, because they've been adding to it. They yeah, really have. actually, so. I want to commend that. Those people that have been working for it, I think it's called Hello Games. Mm-hmm. 
good for you guys. Like they have not quit on what they're trying to do for, for that game. And all I keep hearing is how much better it is now. And well, I want to commend them. Was, the scandal was huge, so it's it's yeah. nice to know they're taking responsibility. Um, or whatever that's supposed to mean. Asgard's Wrath, Blood to End Truth. Oh my god, Beat Saber. I know, pe- I know people personally, personally love Beat Saber. I want Beat Saber so bad. Uh, Trover Saves the Universe, which is some... Uh, Rick and Morty spinoff kind of character. At least it's a new character. It's nothing to do with Rick and Morty, but it, it's the artist. In any case, those are the nominees. So um, go ahead, those of you listening at home, you're going to have to rewind to the different segments and tell us or just write down really quick who you think should win each category, and then you can go ahead and submit that in a comment. And then you will find out how we feel about it and what we think should win when we come back from the break. All righty, see you in a second. Hello everyone, this is the masterful dude of doodliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most Adrian Mikewes, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks Podcast hosted by the Fan Freaks Facebook group, the home to all freaks and all fandoms alike. Join us at F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S Fan Freaks Facebook group. Be there, be square. And we're back. From outer space? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm Adrian, and this is the Bone King, and we're gonna we're gonna give you our opinion on what should win. It doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> for the game awards. Yeah, 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 for the game <laughs> awards, for the game awards. Nothing, nothing like really serious. Right? We're gonna give you our personal Bone King and Dude uh, winner list, and the who King we, and the Dude, who we believe who should win. Not necessarily. We who's don't agree with win. these nominees, by the way. A lot of them, yeah, we don't agree with because fucking we're not, role playing game, not dr- one Dragon Quest. There's no way I'm gonna guess who who's actually gonna win because that's a whole other debate. It's who this I believe is, this, should win. This for is just fan voted, sake. though. We could we could kind of, I mean, apparently it's fan voted. No, I know, but what I'm saying is like it's just like the Oscars, where it's like there's the thing that that person feels like should win, and then what's most likely going to win. Right. And Are we going to do this here. for the Oscars? Sure. If when this they goes have well, a yeah. If this goes well, I mean, if people like this, we'll definitely do this. Where I'm having a good time, aren't I, you? I'm enjoying myself. All right. So let's hop right on into so the first we one. Have VR. We're, we're going to go backwards. Yeah. Right. We're going to go backwards. So we're not going to start with game of the year. We're going to start with the bottom of the list and work our way up. So yeah, because I feel game of the year is the thing to finish us off. Right. Right. So. Without further ado, best VR AR game, Asgard's Wrath, uh, Blood and Truth, Beat Saber, No Man's Sky, Trover Saves the Universe, which is from the Rick and Morty people. So I, I have mine already selected here. Do you? I've never played any of these games. So Okay. I, I'm going to go with just Beat Saber because I've heard everybody likes it. So I picked Beat Saber. <laughs> oh, okay. Have you Beat played Sa- Beat Saber? No, but I've seen a lot of gameplay of it, and I really like the idea of it. And By I the way, really... we're, we're not at all informed. Oh, no. <laughs> no, we never we never said we were, so don't worry. Okay. The disclaimer's so, there. So, moving on. Strategy game. Age of Wonders Planetfall. Anno 1800. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Do, do you want to list off all the nominations? You just want to say what you think, because it's oh. like we we listed off all the nominations. Yeah, that last is show. true. That is true. Okay, so I'll just I'll just say for best strategy game, uh, because everyone tells me it's good. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Wow. All right. So this is a, a two chainer where I'm going to agree with you, even though Age of Empires actually just came out with a new game. 
mm-hmm. Age of Empires 4, which I've yet to try, mm-hmm. but I'm surprised that has not made this list. But if I'm going to go ahead and pick Maybe one... Maybe it's too new, but then why is Death Stranding in like five categories? I'm going to pick Fire Emblem Three Kingdoms, or Three Houses over uh, fucking Tropico and, and Total War, because I've just had bad experiences with those series. That's just my, exper- my experience. And moving on to racing, we're going to go with, I think, you and I, Crash Team Racing. Triple combo, my buddy. Yes, Crash Team Racing, because it adds a little bit more variation it's it's just i feel like racing games and and like simulator games need to have their own designation because there's some games that are not really focused on the race as it is authentically displaying Mm -hmm. the movements of a car but then again you are racing in some of those games so i just don't know (laughs) all right best mute best score in music devil may cry 5 Sorry. I'm going to hardcore go with Devil May Cry 5. As I said earlier, I feel like Kingdom Hearts 3 on had that no combo chain. Yeah, 4 on that combo chain. But DMC5 has so many good character themes, and the music just fits really well with everything. All right, for best RPG, I'm going to go with Outer Worlds. Okay. I've, I've yet to play it, so I really don't know. It probably is the best one. But um, it's not a DLC. It's not a uh, MMO. MMA, uh, I'm sorry, MMO, MMO. like for. Final Fantasy 14 is I've never played Disco Elysium and as far as I know everyone hated Kingdom Hearts 3 and I'm not going to go with Iceborne just because it's not a fucking it's a DLC bro. right so out of and all Outer the, Worlds I've heard nothing but good things so out of all these I'm going to pick Dragon Quest 9 uh, or Dragon Quest 11 oh the, uh, the game that's not in the I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pick Dragon Quest <laughs> So you're just going to be that guy right now? It's because I really don't feel like any of these... I mean, you know what? Fine. Outer Worlds. I I haven't even fucking played it. But because I've seen the other ones, I feel... Well, except for, you know, Disco Elysium. It might be actually amazing as far as I don't know. Okay, so now it's your turn. Do 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 performance. Do performance because this is personal for you. So after looking at a lot of the people here, Mads Michelson's really close up there. He's he's really good actor. Uh, and Laura Bailey is just so veteraned, man. So really, it's kind of between those two. Over um, Norman Reedus and the Funky Fetus. Nor, you know, Norman deserves a little bit more credit as well. Maybe I, I'll swap out Mads with with normal, uh, normal <laughs> with Norman. So I, I don't know because I love Laura Bailey. I'm probably gonna go with Laura Bailey. She's fucking Kaine in uh, in in near. Okay, who's who's. Oh yeah, yeah, near Automata. No, no, this is first near the f- the other near the other near. At uh, least I'm pretty sure that's Laura Bailey. I'm 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 hundred percent, ninety eight percent sure. It's all her. right, so I'm gonna be a contrarian just like you did in the uh-huh. fucking last category and just go you with Claire Redfield per- from Resident oh, Evil Two Remake. God damn it, fucking Stephanie Panicillo. Uh, yeah, I would like to give that special um, what is it called? Special runner up or special thoughts? What do you call them again? Uh. Honorable mention. Honorable. I want to give a yeah. yeah, We're research. Let me tell you. I want to give a real big honorable mention to fucking Claire Redfield and Leon's voice actor because Leon actually did the impossible and replicated the original's voice while also making it like modern and his own and modern. Mm -hmm. So I don't even I don't even know how the fuck (laughs) he managed to do that. So that deserves some sort of commendation. I'm surprised Resident Evil Two didn't get on this at all. Uh, real quick, we, we did we do ongoing games? No, 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 because we we really aren't like as a part of a lot of ongoing games. Okay, so narrative is the next one, right? Right, right. Uh, narrative. Narratives. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Fuck it. I'm just gonna go with it. Um, I'm gonna go with control. 
Interesting. Interesting. Just my gut feeling. I feel that's going to have a a better beginning, middle, and end compared to Death Stranding. <laughs> it won't be as abstract. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know what? We didn't I, do multiplayer game, right? I'm, whoa, 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 whoa. You're saying yours, but let me see mine. No, no. I just want to make sure. I want to get to the next one. Oh, also. okay. And no, not mess it up. I'm probably going to go with The Plague Tale. I haven't heard anything about that I've game. seen some stuff about it, and if this category is for narrative, not necessarily art design or interesting concept, right, right. this is narrative in terms of telling the story, the story telling, itself. Yeah. Plague Tale is basically built for that, like the the big stories around those characters. It's not and so I much feel that's our first uh, divisive vote. Like, yeah, and I'm glad that broke the chain. I'm glad, even though I don't. I think before performance broke the chain as well. Oh yeah, yeah you just didn't even pick someone. <laughs> Well, you did the same thing. No, for I RPG. went back. I went back and I picked Outer Worlds. Okay. Because I figured, you know what? I'm going to be legit. But anyway, let's move on. Multiplayer games. Uh, Tetris 99. Hello. Yeah, Tetris 99. The, out of all the games that are listed here, yeah, Borderlands 3 is really big. Apex also, Legends Tetris is really Tetris 99, popular. I think it's free. It's crazy to me that people can somehow take the gameplay of Tetris and make it fresh again. And there it is. It's it's just the idea of competing with a whole bunch of people. And instead of just you trying to outlast the computer's, like, speed and shit, you're trying to outlast other people. And I don't know if you're aware of a series called Bust-A-Move. No. Okay. Um, it's, it's like an offshoot of Bubble Bobble, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it was this whole thing where it was like Tetris, but it was kind of upside down, and mm. you would send things to the other side. Actually, you ever play Puzzle Fighters? No. The Street Fighter puzzle game? No. Whoa, all right, so I got a couple puzzle games to show you. No, I don't like puzzle oh, games. Oh, they're so much fun. I don't like puzzle games. I, all right, but I, allow me. I respect it. Can I you just give me a chance? Them. Can you give me a chance to at least wow. show you one? Wow, all right. Because it's based on a fighting game. Okay. And and Chun-Li literally puts on the Joe Valentine costume. Cool. Like, in a combo. But that's... that's it's a cam. It's a cameo. It's a fucking Easter egg. But okay. whatever, you know. Either way, Touch Ninety Nine multiplayer game. All right, best independent game, Untitled Ooh. Goose Game. I'm gonna go with Untitled Goose Game as well because that just you take a concept and then the gameplay and visuals are just so simplistic and just very smooth and polished. I'm a very big fan of the way that game is presenting itself. Um, I did play Baba Is You, and I will say that it has a very interesting kind of like idea and gameplay mechanic mm -hmm. where it's all based on like grammatical changes mm. so you're given like the words is and you and whatever you is connected to is what you play as and it, it gets very interesting but i will definitely say entitled goose game is where it's at all right did we do games for impact Cause i don't remember no 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 we're gonna move over i don't even know game for impact a thought-provoking game with a pro social meaning or message uh, I mean, that that's what Games for Impact is, and I haven't played a good majority of these, so I just feel bad. Let's move on. All right, game direction. I'm going to go with Resident Evil 2 over Death Stranding. Game direction for creative vision and, vision and innovation in game direction and design. How crazy that Resident Evil 2, where it's really just like a modernization of, uh, or a mixture of Resident Evil 4, 6, and 1, 2, and 3 gameplay. Where is the 6? The, um walking while shooting okay like there are aspects look look i know you hate six a lot but so six much. really did have really good controls 
Like, I'm not going to fuck around with you. It had really okay, solid I don't fluid agree. movement. I don't agree at all with The that. dives were a little too much, and that's why they took them out of the remake. But the whole thing of being able to walk around while shooting, and it affects your aim a bit. I really did kind of like some of the dodge mechanics, and I feel like those would come back in 3, remake of 3. Because think about it, 3 had a dodge mechanic. So I feel like that would only make that sense. That was really inconsistent. Well, that's I true. I feel really bad about 3's threes uh, the dodge mechanic dodge. yeah i never used so it so flimsy i never used it once it was never reliable yeah i accidentally would use it that's the problem oh yeah because you'd actually it's trigger the same it a button lot. as aim it really is <laughs> uh, but i i you picked resident evil 2 yeah i was gonna go with psych and psycho just because it, it really does get interesting with some of the 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 enemies but i'm gonna go with resident evil 2 because it somehow managed to do the impossible and make the classic gameplay popular again so resident evil 2 best in game direction all right here we go fighting game oh man so uh is this really gonna be even divisive at all like it's smash it's gonna be smash i mean like yeah it's not your traditional fighting game and there's gonna be some discrepancy of whether it being a family game or a party game but it's both it's a fighting game and a party game no and going into family because it's the same thing smash like the four player mode is the party game but the one-on-one is the fighting game and you get a game that gives you both and you could even do stamina mode if you want to fucking have a health bar or some stupid shit you know what i mean like so both of us are probably gonna go with smash mainly because this lineup is just weird it's any other year there probably would have been something to contest but smash just kind of wins hands down dude it's smash there's a reason why that is a system seller yeah speaking of so what's the best family game smash (laughs) it's smash i don't know why luigi's mansion 3 is here because it's i don't know family game what does that imply does that mean that it says best game appropriate for family play irrespective of genre or platform but family oh it does have co-op now that i think about it yeah guigi yeah you know i don't know all of those games have co-op Every single one of those games in the family game have I, I just feel as though Smash has more opportunities for someone to find. It could be up to play. eight people. Everyone else is like a two-player game. Right, but there's just a gameplay style for everyone. So, All right. you know. So next up is audio design. Audio design. Interesting. So I want you to up. go first. Want me to go first? Yeah. So I, I don't want to be a shill and just keep giving Resident Evil 2 a lot of stuff. But in the minute I killed a zombie and then when I thought it was dead and I started walking over here and you fucking shit yourself, that is why I believe it wins best audio design. <laughs> I, oh, and Mr. Okay. X. Yeah. Right? The whole, these footsteps through the halls. And not only that, the guns sound heavy and punchy. Everything sounds really well. There's mm-hmm. a lot of squelching when you when you cut zombies' limbs off. With There's a, knife. a big emphasis on the sound and the audio design, especially the the environmental. Yeah, because stuff. the soundtrack is almost non-existent. Yeah, because they they took out the fucking music, so now it's just really focused on the atmospheric noise. I okay, I'm trying environmental noise. Trying to look at the other nominees, but for me, it's again Resi Two. I right. hate to, I. I'm sorry, but none of these I've not played, and I don't know how good the sound is. I'm sure Death Stranding is going to have a great sound because I know the engine. The engine's from Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. But, yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I'm well, going to give it a resi, too. I'm I sorry. find that for this topic in particular, the game that uses the audio for some sort of gameplay mechanic is the one that usually comes above 
in my decisions for these. So like Call of Duty, okay, they have really accurate gun sound effects and you know, I don't know about the story mode. Maybe there's a really cool thing there. Mm-hmm. Control, another thing with the gun combat. Death Stranding, I don't know. I really don't know if it has amazing sound. It's a lot sound, of walking. But it does have environmental noise and it is part of the gameplay. Gears 5, I feel like it's just another attempt to be really realistic. And like we're going through the list, Psychero does use it for some gameplay elements, but Resi 2 is an active like thing you're thinking about all the time. Right. You're hearing and the glass breaking everything is like on point i don't think you can play resident evil 2 with no sound on right you know what i mean no it's it's that vital to the gameplay Uh, anyway for art direction i'm gonna go death stranding everything i've seen Mm -hmm. is artistically beautiful Mm -hmm. when it comes to death stranding for me that that wins it i i want to pick death stranding as well right Mm -hmm. (sighs) mm-hmm But it, it's re- I'm really conflicted because that Zelda Legend um, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, mm-hmm. that is a really smart and sleek way to recreate a Game Boy game. Not even Game Boy Color. It was like, wait, was it Game Boy? I don't think so. No. So like, it's it's just a really smart reimagining of it. And it looks beautiful. But Death Stranding does have really abstract and interesting art. Now, who's to say it's up and how consistent that is in the actual game itself? Actually, I just feel it's gonna stay that way, considering. Uh, I believe a frequent collaborator of Kojima, which is Yoji Shinkara, Shinkawa, who mm-hmm. does the art for the Metal Gear uh, Solid boxes, worked on Death Stranding as for art as well. Okay. So I feel very confident in saying that Death Stranding is going to have really wacky art. You know for, what? I'm going to probably... And the world is so weird. Right. And, and I'll the... probably pick this as well, to be honest. You've kind of convinced me on it. It's like... This is a way more unique, and if if Death Stranding is going to win anything, it's going to be the art direction. Mm-hmm. So I agree completely. We're going with Death Stranding for me as well. Best action adventure game. I think it's Resi again. It's pretty funny that Resi is listed here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say I don't know about that because yeah, it's more of a survival horror. There is puzzle solving and there is combat and traversal. This definition is so weird, but I feel like I want to pick Zelda because it is more of an adventure game and it's it's like more solid in that aspect. Does Resident Evil 2 count for that? I don't know. You know what I mean? It does have some pretty fucking stupid puzzles like the safes and they mm-hmm. changed the puzzle completely with the the rook and uh, in the sewer. The rook, the, the knight, all that stuff. Damn. The plugs like that. That takes some brain power there for All me, right. in my opinion. Fine. Resident Evil 2. Yeah, you're right. Just because the gameplay of Legend of Zelda is not something I like. I like, I prefer the game. It's not that I don't like it. I prefer the gameplay of Resident Evil 2 over Zelda's, so I feel like that would make sense. All right. For best action game, I, I'm I'm really torn because I really want Astral Chain to win, but I know for a fact I'm going to have more fun with Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I would want to pick it's Astral Chain. It's those two that are, for me, like, tough tough to deal with. DMC 5 needs some recognition here. It did a great job bringing it back to, like, how the series felt. It didn't take too much time trying to be too, you know, insane or trying to prove too much of a point. It just was itself, and that was pretty cool i don't know the game and plus the action the gameplay itself looks like it's a lot of fun i only got to touch it for a little bit so i haven't actually gotten very far touch it touch it so we're at the big one adrian game of Of the the year year. and i i kind of want to not 
reveal it so quickly. We revealed every one of them really quickly. So I you want to list the nominees on this one? No. Uh, yeah, it's been a minute. So I'll go Control. You uh-huh. go. Death Stranding. I'll go Resident Evil 2. You... <laughs> Psychero, Shadows Die Twice. I just feel you say it. You go. Uh, <laughs> Smash Ultimate. Uh, and The Outer Worlds. Okay, so this is really fucking hard. Uh, Honestly, because for me, it's between Smash and Resi. Right. For us in particular, I'd imagine. Uh, I'm pretty sure, I'm like pretty sure we would get a shitload of hate from Shadows Die Twice fans. If they're like, oh, you don't fucking play, you fucking uh, scrub, you should play it. Wait, is, get is, good. Is Shadows Die Twice on the um on the action adventure list? It is. Yeah. You know what? Can I rescind? I think I'm going to make my action adventure Psychero because it does deserve some fucking attention because the gameplay is fun and there's some unique shit. And my game of the year is, is going to be Resident Evil 2. So, wow, you, you just, know. I just said we should take some time. I know, but I need to explain myself. And really, you're going to ask me, a giant Resident Evil fan, to pick between Resident Evil 2 and Smash? I mean, Smash is going to be the most popular. Smash it's going so, to win. Smash made you buy a Switch. Smash always makes me buy a console, even before all this. But Smash Ultimate is the biggest fucking collection of all this shit in one place you'd be an idiot to miss out on having all the if you like smash anyway you'd be an idiot to miss out on all the characters being in the same spot snake from brawl Uh, ice climbers from melee young links back fucking we have we have three different links we have regular like adult link from breath of the wild we have toon link and young link young link from fucking ocarina and then you have and then we have fucking Banjo. Dragon Quest Hero, which is a fifth link. No, you I'm have kidding. fucking Banjo Kazooie. You have Joker from Persona. This is an amazing mashup, and like anything, all we that need gets is Dante, and we're like set. Well, I want Dante. I want Scorpion. I want Doom Guy. I want Jill above everyone and anyone. But you know, but either way, if you're asking me, me personally, which game did I have the best experience with? And I really did love Smash. It's up there, and it's probably going to win. But Resident Evil 2 was my game of the year, or is my game of the year. All right, so I'm going to say uh, right now, I want to, I'm going to buy Control, and I'm going to buy Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. For sure. Those are games I'm going to buy. Sekiro, I just, when I play a game, it's typically when I'm off work. I don't want to be super stressed out. And I don't want pinpoint precision. I'm tired. Let me enjoy myself. So mm-hmm. that's probably why I'm not going to play a From Software game ever in my life. Oh, my God. Okay. I actually know people that, like, love the Soul but series. It's not all about frustration. Only Dark Souls 2 really sold itself on frustration and shit. Like, if you want, and this is my advice to you, if you find Dark Souls games to be really annoying and really frustrating grind first off because if you have a high defense stat the game gets way easier and then b sword and shield basic combo having a sturdy shield and and the fucking base lard will carry you through the whole fucking game like there are easy ways to play it but it's dependent on your loadout if that makes sense but again it's a lot of energy and time uh in my opinion okay smash for me (laughs) i love it but can we really say 
it has an innovative narrative or it's story driven. It's really it's it's so polished, bro. Okay, like, okay, <laughs> yes, yes. But for me, game of the year isn't just gameplay. It has to have a good story as well. That's, well, that's but some pro- games don't have stories though. Okay, some games don't have stories. Those games for me aren't oh, game of the okay, year. Okay, I see. What that's you're why saying. I have a problem that Overwatch won game of the year in like 2015 when it came out. Hmm. It didn't, for me, deserve oh, that title. There was a, a genre I think we skipped best shooter. I was going to pick Overwatch for that one because the rest of the list was like Fortnite and, and Apex Legends. Okay, I'll, I'm going to look at shooters because I actually play shooters. But Okay, because it really wasn't that that big of a thing. Are you, you sure have to do it right now. it's not best online game? It, it might have been something similar, but I because figured that one. Because if it's best online game, I'm picking Rainbow Six. It was, uh, I have it right here. Esports, yeah. Okay, for me, it's Rainbow Six Siege. Interesting, interesting. Because I've actually played Rainbow Six Siege, and the amount of competency in that, you you need some tactile precision. Also, there's no friendly fire, so you literally can kill your entire team by there accident. There is no, or there is friendly fire? Uh, There is, so yeah, you can there, kill your friends. If friendlies? you can kill your friends, it, it, Okay, so that's what... Fire. Okay, I always, I always misunderstood that. No, no, it's cool. Okay, but so we, that's cool. But so so my, you're, my, you're issue, top. my issue with Smash, for me... It deserves best family game. It deserves best fighting game because that's what you want it for. Uh-huh. For me, it's not game of the year. Okay. Uh, Outer Worlds, I am going to play it. But as of right now, my vote is with Resi 2. I mean, if you've been listening to the podcast, if at all, like you know how much we love Resident Evil. We and always is this bring really it up a surprise? in some capacity. And we geeked out for like ever about how they, they reimagined, not reimagined, but how they like completely upgraded and evolved the Resident Evil gameplay from the originals into a more modern hybrid of four and the originals and the backtrack. It is it is a great and amazing update to this formula. And honestly, they could keep going with this. This is such a great horror gameplay system because you can fight back and you can plan and it and it goes back to the survival part of survival horror as opposed to this thing where we started dipping into like first person running away and hiding and shit like that. And that's fine. People are into those games. And then there's this gradient where you have to make that balance of is it too much action? Is it too much horror? And Adrian, I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong here, but... I like a lot of horror games that start out as very scary and they keep being scary and scary, but the end needs to have the natural progression of getting stronger and then eventually overcoming the fear. Otherwise, what did you gain from the first fucking, the experience itself? You just gained an entire time of you just being scared the whole time. There's no emotional connection to you wanting to survive and and surpass these odds because you just fucking, you know, it's just nothing but bad times. You know, that's why I like Resident Evil. Adrian, I don't like Resident Evil for the violence or the, the gory death kills. Those are cool or whatever, but I love Resident Evil for these for seeing these characters rise up to the challenge and survive to to have this huge odd and then be like no fuck that the human will surpasses that is that just too much and i feel like resident evil 2 balanced that shit perfectly so for me i think that's also probably why you're very attached to the first four silent hill games Mm. because all the uh the main, the main characters are are very relatable. Harry, uh, James, Heather. <laughs> not not Her- not Henry, but I mean, I I know where you're going with this. Absolutely yeah, right. But 
Okay, yeah, the first three. Henry's a block of wood. <laughs> I personally hate that fucking character, but I don't hate him. But He's Heather good. and James are actually very relatable, mm. and we see that in Resi, particularly mm. Resi Two Remake did something we we've always wanted, which was in game uh, during regular shit, not exactly a cutscene. But when they're dealing with a creature or something that won't just die, Claire or Leon will literally say something, which just adds character depth. That's the one thing audio wise that I didn't like. I fucking love it. Remake. Because it, the, if I could turn down the frequency of it, sure. I want to up the frequency. Leon won't shut the fuck up. Oh, what the hell? Jesus Christ. Oh, oh my man. God. And then they'll just go, fuck. And I just laugh. I laugh every time. It pulls me out because I'm not Leon and I'm hearing Leon. It's realistic, sure. And and there's a lot more smart decisions, I feel, in terms of the realism. Like the whole zombies really have different amounts per zombie. You know, yeah. The fat ones are like really like... But even bullets. But even a random skinny like regular zombie could come back like three times, and you're like, "What the fuck? Die!" But that's the thing about zombies, right? That that makes sense to me. And I feel like they could have gone and added the spiders. They could have added all the shit that they didn't feel comfortable that the player could aim at. One, one but of my, it was one of my safe. favorite things was I. Uh, so I lent the game mm. recently. I've been lending Resi Two to everybody, mm. and everybody that plays it is like, "Fuck, this game is really good." So I made James play it in front of me. Okay. And I was like, I just want to see you play the beginning. And he picked Claire because he fucking hates Leon. Um, uh, okay. So, so he played Claire and, you know, obviously it's a gas station or whatever. And he goes in and I'm telling him, all right, just run. I'm just mm. letting you know. Run. Don't waste your time. Run. That's all the advice I gave him, I kind of did backseat game. Anyway, to the point, he shoots the zombie first squarely in the fucking head, and the zombie kept coming. He paused, turned to me, and said, are you fucking kidding me? They don't even, like, stutter? Like, it doesn't even, like, hurt them? Like, Resi 4, where they were, like, <laughs> they did we that, could, that uh, close their eyes and, like, wave you could run wildly up and with an axe. Do a roundhouse kick. You know. Suplex them. And, and... This fucking zombie kept coming and he shot it like three, four times in the fucking head. And he's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, there you go. And then Leon Leon says, what the fuck? At the exact same time. Uh, But really, I love Resi, I think, because it was my first real adult game. Mm, Okay. For me personally, I remember I have fond memories of when I first played uh, Resi 2. That's how I got into the series. And uh, I was in a in a video store on 22nd Avenue and 8th Street, Hollywood Star Video. And my mom went and picked out whatever. And I see this case with the fucking eye and the zombie. Like, I know. never could piece out what exactly was happening. It's like a zombie right behind a door. And he's yeah. like opening the... It's like, it's weird. He's like crunk... His, his hand is crunching the door. It's very yeah, strange. It's, that cover. But it intrigued me. And the guy, I whoever was in charge of the gaming or whatever, put a little thing that said four boys and four girls. Oh my god, no! Or whatever. And I was nine, so I went, "Oh, I'm a boy. I'll get the boy one." 
I got Leon and I'm playing and I didn't know what I was but doing. But it's Claire, man. That's bullshit. But I, I, that was back in the day, obviously. And like, this is a guy who didn't play the fucking game. Yeah, he just I saw so. a girl on the disc. But, but that's the beauty about Resident Evil. It has always been equal opportunity. From the very beginning, you could be Jill or you can be Chris. Right. So no, let me, I just want to finish right, by saying right. that uh, for me, I have that attachment to it. I, w- I grew up with it. I bleed that fu- the first fucking three games of the series. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love the franchise. Obviously, have a fucking decal on my car. But you're giving, I want to fucking get a tattoo. Of you're giving stars. a bunch of reasons as to how you're biased, though. Which, yeah, that's true. But you also to, fucking just did that. No, but and I, ta- I didn't interrupt you. I didn't talk about the you original game me. because I'm trying to tell you that this is all about the original. I'm talking about the remake and the changes that the remake made to why it is game of the year, bro. We all know we both love original Resident Evil 2 and it had a big place in how we grew up, but we're trying to separate it from it, it's supposed to stand yeah, on its own. Yeah, but what I'm here. trying to fucking say if you let me finish. Oh my god. Okay, yes. Go what ahead. What I'm trying to say is right. The remake had hot like I had high expectations. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. Before you interrupted me three times. Oh, oh my God. I and do- that is, and that is this game surpassed it. Cause I quit on this fucking franchise after five. Cause I hated five. I hated six. Fuck umbrella core. And you know, I'll say it here, even though I like the game and I'll defend it. Fuck operation raccoon city. Uh huh. Fuck every game. I even don't like four anymore. The- Fuck every resident evil that wasn't, Authentic well, all right, horror. all right. Before just going around and saying fuck things, come on, man. You you became so bitter about it after five, and it's like retroactively ruining actually good experiences that you had. No, because I replayed four and I didn't like it. All right. Well, if your opinion changed on four after playing it, I guess. I mean, what can I say? That's your own opinion. But from what I heard before, it felt like it was like because six was so bad, I just got mad at all the action games. Yeah. And it, but, but that's not fair because 4 actually is a solid game. It's not really a Resident Evil game like the classics, but it is a solid game. It is a solid game. We've had this discussion. Right. Is but, it a good game? But you're like, fuck yes. Resident is Evil 4. Is it a good Resident Evil game? No. <sighs> right. So at the end, I just want to say Resident Evil 2 remake surpassed my expectations. It made me fall in love with the franchise again, even though I was very hesitant with the franchise after seven, I thought seven was good. Could have been maybe a little bit longer and the enemy variety could have been better, yeah. but it was good. It was a good first step, but two made me feel like I was nine again at the video store, picking it up again, you know, mm-hmm. like for the first time I felt like, damn, this, this brings me back. I right. was, I was, I was, thank you. Capcom. I, uh, don't they, fuck up three. <laughs> well, if they're even gonna do it, I mean, they should. Obviously, they, there's money in it. I mean, but yeah, they've already are fucking up with Project Resistance. Yeah, I don't know. It it just seems weird. I mean, obviously, it's to make money in between. Two hey, and let's. Three, we but. did horror for two. Two straight entries. We're gonna go do fucking arcade Dead by Daylight bullshit. I, I agree that seven should should have had a little bit more of enemy very um variation. Basically yeah, had three types. Molded. That was kind of it. It was just the regular molded spider and, and, and Jack ones. Baker. That's it. 
Yeah. Oh, well, the bakers. <clears throat> the bakers, they're more bosses. But I hear, I hear what you're saying. But like, this series is getting better, and hopefully they can continue that ride. And if they just apply, because this is the RE engine, they have assets to continue this. You know what I mean? I I'm the crazy asshole that wants them to like do new stories with new characters in new locations. I don't. Or characters that we haven't seen in ages. Like, I mean, can, can we have a fucking game with Carlos and Rebecca? Well, or Billy Cohen. I want to find is, out what I'm the trying, fuck happened to Billy. I'm trying to. This is my whole point. Is I'm trying to get away from that because there's obviously this veteran like class of characters that are in Resident Evil, mm-hmm. and they love bringing them back and being like, "Oh, they're back! Oh, look, look, they're back! They have to survive again and again." And these characters are getting older, and it just doesn't make sense to keep reusing these. Half of the charm of Resident Evil was watching random people rise up to the odds. A rookie cop, a random college student. Granted, fucking trained stars unit in the first game, but like these are people who are not expecting yeah, zombies. Yeah, the train uh, stars unit got fucked up. Right, and they're not because they weren't expecting zombies. Now in all those and games, they're very human, so they were just reacting to fucking fear. They couldn't think seeing some fucking zombie eat. Their friend, they're friend, they're like, I can't believe this is happening. And this is why I particularly don't value, oh my god, I like Resident Evil 3, but this is why I like 2 and 1 more. And I know you like 3 a lot more, yeah. but it's because it is Jill. She's back again. I love Jill, but she's already aware of it. And if that would have been the last time we saw Jill, I kind of would have been okay with it. Yeah. Because, like, she's in Revelations, she's in Five, she's in, she keeps coming back to just fulfill this quota of showing up, and it sucks, because, like, you're not giving any chance for new That's people, That's probably one of the reasons why you and I, uh, and I know people that really enjoyed Seven, mostly because yeah. Ethan was such an interesting character. I'm, well, let's not go too far with interesting, but he, he is new. He's definitely someone who is relatable as a person who's trying to survive, yes. I mean, he has a very good plot, which is he's trying to find out what happened to his wife. He gets this fucking. He he has a very a a very nice James Sunderland plot, um, made by Konami. What was it? Uh, where were they in in Louisiana? Delvey, Delvey, Louisiana. You promised you'd take me there again someday, but you never did. (laughs) You know what I heard? Delvey, Louisiana is a sacred place. You better do something about that cough. <laughs> or else I'll fucking turn you into mold. I won't give you the injection. Uh, no, all right. So we basically... I think you, we're done. Yeah, yeah, I think we're done with the, the Game Awards. Um, sure, you, we're biased and all that. We're biased you. for Resident Evil, but it's obvious that we had a, a, a really good time with it. And Smash should win the family and the fighting game, so obviously it's going to get its awards. But Game of the Year, come on, Resi. You know what's funny is that I'm... Almost equally as biased for Hideo, but Death Stranding. Hideo? Hideo. <laughs> Hideo. Hi- I used to call it Hideo when I saw it in Metal Gear Solid during the fight with Psycho. Well, because Mantis. it takes video. Yeah, because yeah. uh, Hideo, video. No, I get that 100%. I, I also had that. I was fucking dorky 10 year old playing solid for We all were, don't worry. So, uh, Adrian, since we're, we moved on from the Game Awards, which will be appearing on December 15th, so everyone mark your calendars and let us know who you'd like to win on Fan Freaks podcast or Fan I Freaks. I feel Facebook. we should have a thread maybe on Fan Freaks, like our reactions to it. 
Yeah, and if you want, if we could somehow get it working, I'd love to stream it, but no promises on for everyone out there. We're going to try and get it to work, okay? Hopefully, <laughs> uh, you'll give us a link if you do find a way to make yes, it work. Yes, we'll definitely put something in the bottom. Uh, <laughs> in any case, uh, AJ, what have you been, uh, have you seen any interesting movies or TV shows, man? I've been all about TV, and Ooh, right okay. now, uh, it's been all HBO. So I've been watching Sopranos for real. Like, I used to watch bits and pieces of the episodes, but now I'm watching it from beginning to end. Okay. Uh, because HBO, uh, I think I have I have HBO now, and it just has every fucking thing HBO's ever done. Hmm. Okay. And every week, I've been watching Watchmen, the ah, TV yes. show. You've been posting about this. For which is really interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, actually, but I'm not even the one starting the threads. We got uh, Samuel that's uh, starting it and talking about it. He's Ooh. loving the lore here. Uh, it's kind of like three, four people on Fan Freaks all talking about this show. And I think it's kind of slept on. Mm. Really is. If you're a fan of the comics and not the movie, but if you even just like really love the original Alan Moore comics... You're, there's plenty to love here. It's basically a big fucking love letter. It's more focused on yeah. the source material, I guess. Yeah, that's what, what I've been watching. Okay. How about you? Uh, me? So it's kind of interesting. Um, I started watching some stuff with my boyfriend because we were trying to find new stuff to get into, which is weird because we, we started out with The Mandalorian. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't get super far into it, but I'd love for someone to tell me online. Maybe, maybe there's a, a dedicated Star Wars fan out there that will tell me in the comments. Um and I'm going to, is it really spoilers to mention the, the little green? Because it's, the, it's the on Facebook Yoda everywhere. Oh, well, well, there you go. Everyone is posting okay. memes about this. If that's thing. the one thing I'm going to mention. It's a, that's all that matters. So th- as I was watching this show, it's about this, this guy, he's a Django Bango, a Boba Woba guy, um, a Mandalorian, I know. And his whole thing is he's protecting this baby Yoda thing. Right. Right. And it it comes off like some sort of homage to this old Japanese movie called Lone Wolf and Cub that I saw a long time ago. And I know this is probably going to sound weird and I may be completely off the mark, but it was about, um, Adrian, it's about this guy where he's like the the samurai, the shogun's top samurai and isn't in the entire kingdom. Mm. And um, basically the whole thing is, is that the shogun eventually betrays him and and basically tries to get him killed but the samurai is so skilled that he fights off all the assassins so the king's like well fuck or the shogun the shogun's like well fuck i don't know what to do now so let me just go ahead and attack his family because i can't kill this guy so he kills his wife that, right this sounds like a revenge tale oh 100 percent. it's 100 percent a revenge tale so the samurai seeing that his wife has been murdered mm-hmm. manages to catch the murder before he kills his, his infant son and so after murdering the assailant he gets him and his infant son and starts walking and wandering the countryside trying to get revenge on the shogun while constantly protecting this little baby throughout the entirety of these movies and it's like six movies or something jesus it, i didn't see all saga. of them i don't know how it ends because i didn't see all of them but it was so fucking cool <clears throat> the guy is such a badass in combat and no one no one gets close to the fucking baby carriage so it's basically a samurai version of yoshi island i guess so 
maybe Yoshi's Island is because Super where Mario that's World from. has Baby Mario. Maybe on his that's back. where that concept came from. Because apparently, it's a really prolific literature, or, or at least something in, in Japan. It's mentioned a lot, from what I heard. Because that's how I heard about it. It's it's apparently very big. But do you like Mandalorian or? It was okay. I mean, we got kind of bored, so we moved on to the next thing I saw, which was I Dream of Genie. <laughs> What? Yeah, the, you the know, old show. The old the show. Movie? No, the old show. Okay. So I, I got to watch a couple of episodes. Surprisingly progressive for a show in the fucking fifties. Wow. They All talk right. about open relationships. They talk about the the woman uh, having uh, consent and making sure that like she's up for a relationship or doing anything. Like these are things that are obvious now, but, but like it wasn't, in, it the wasn't 50s. in the fifties. And I'm watching these, and when the wife sees her husband mm-hmm. with another woman in the shower, her first thing. What would you think her first reaction is in the 1950s? Oh, I'm sorry. You know? No, no, the wife catching the man and another woman in the shower, the oh, other person, the like the betrayed wife. Yes, you, you already oh said. Oh my it. god, I can't believe you and right. all that betrayed wife. Exactly. Right. Her first reaction is, "Well, listen, I'm very open minded. If we're gonna try something like this, you got to talk to me first. In Whoa! the fifties. In the fifties. Damn." Bold. Bold as fuck. So you know what? That's something I wanted to make sure I mentioned on this podcast. I dream of genie. Way ahead of its time with that shit. I wonder if the witch was just as progressive. I don't know. Al was telling me it was a very like iconic gay show. I dream of Jeannie, and I had no idea. Like really, like I wouldn't think there's no homosexual this characters. This is the first I hear of it. Yeah, being... he told me this, so maybe it's not even true. But like, if they're this cool with sexual freedom, I guess I get why. I don't know. It was cool as hell. And the fact that it was in the 50s, which predated the free love movement of the 60s. Yeah, man. It's just, that's that's a pretty big deal, bro. It shocked me. I almost was like, what the fuck? Is this like recreated? Is this real? Is this really mm. from that time period? And the last thing I saw was JoJo, the first season in English. Which, Why are you watching? You already saw that. I know, but Al, I wanted to show Jal. Uh, Jal, I want to show my bo- my boyfriend um, Jojo, and so we watched the first season. But it was on Netflix or something or wherever on demand, and it had only the English dub. So instead of having to fucking look for the Japanese dub, I went fuck the it. The Japanese dub is on Crunchyroll. If you have Verve, it's there. I don't have it, but we'll we'll figure something out. Because really, you lose a lot. And the English voice acting isn't even bad. They do a great job. It's just you miss all the fun English. Yeah. You miss all the fun bits. Goodbye, Jojo. Goodbye, Jojo. Fucking what what else? Uh Oh my god. <laughs> oh no! Help me! Oh my god! I fucking love it's a that but that's Joseph. what makes half of the fucking characters is their personality and the voice acting. Yes, 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 yes. No, 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 no. If there was ever a Japanese cast where I'd say, like, they're so integral to, the, the, the like, the characters, Hello, it's them. Mr. Dooster. So, uh, Adrian, have you Sorry. been playing any games? No, it's okay. Have you been playing any games recently? <laughs> I, I, I have a JoJo soundboard. I should not have that. Yes. Uh, I, I use it a lot during uh, trading cards. It's how he flirts. Uh, <laughs> I play the Dragon Ball card game. Sweet. I also... I'm getting a little bit into magic because uh, Liz Oak made me a deck and Ooh. she's showing me off how to play. And what, stuff what like colors that. did you pick for red, black, red, black? Interesting. Swamp fire because I like aggressive decks. That's how I play. I play super Ooh. aggressive as aggressive as I can. 
And that's I, usually how I work. I actually try getting into magic as well. And I was going to be edgy and be like, I'm going to have like a black and white deck or a black and red or something. Turns out my gameplay style is white and blue. You're very control based. Oh, I love metagame control stuff and healing. And it's, you could just keep going. I always found that the strongest moves were on the white side. Hmm. Some interesting ones on the blue side. Uh, so. Video game wise, I tried for the first time this past weekend Aces, Mario Tennis Aces. Ooh, nice. Super fun. Love it's going to be 30 bucks at Target for Black Friday. I'm picking it up. Cool, cool. Um, I'm super excited to do that. I would love to play it with you when you bring oh, it sure. over. Oh, sure. It's, it's going to be fucking fun as fuck. Play as Obviously, my boyfriend. Obviously, Smash, that same weekend we did Smash as yes, well. Yes, I was in and there where I, I trademarked my Bone Zone. Yeah, and as much as I can, I try to play fighters just to kind of get back into the swing of things. Nice. Um, I've also been playing Smash as well. Obviously, for anyone out there who's interested and who hasn't heard before, I main Richter. Um, Terry's coming up there. He's really good. Adrian, um, geez, I'm blanking. Who do you main again? Oh, uh, I don't really have a main. I'm just trying to figure out how do I play Smash really in the beginning. Because I'm trying to get good with Snake because... Oh, that's right. You're actually a pretty good Snake, too. I thought I was shit. But the one You're that right. I'm actually kind of decent with, and that's because he's he was my main in Smash 4, Little Mac. Oh, God. I'm really annoying. He's so dangerous, Little Mac. I, well, that's uh, because I penetrate your zone yes. with my bone. I, I need zoning, and you just run over all that shit, and I'm like, stop. I hope my holy fire hits you or else I'm fucked. I'm tired of your zoning. Bro. The zoning is what I got, man. So much. And I try to mix it up with some physical, but that's what I got. Um, game-wise, is that all you got game-wise? Yeah, man. All How right. about you? All right, I'm going to hit this up. So um, I've been playing Outbreak on the stream, obviously. Right. Because Resident Evil Outbreak Where can we find is, your stream again? Don't worry. I'll let you know multiple times. It's at uh, Bone King TV, um, twitch.tv slash Bone King TV. Uh, basically I play a lot of Outbreak on there and Outbreak is so entertaining, even though I feel like if they just added more maps, you could just keep doing it because we keep doing these same six maps and it's still fun. People are so interesting and it's actually the most fun when you're playing with your friends or you're playing with randos. You know how when you play multiplayer games and you're like, oh, it's so much more fun when you're playing with friends. Right. Yeah, it is mostly. But when you're playing with randos, you get the real like random person experience of surviving with a random person you ran into in a subway where, or some Where do shit. you guys talk? Do you like do a Discord? Or, or? Um, we go on Discord, yeah. I have a Discord. Um, if you go on my Twitch, I have a specific server for Bone King, but we also have a, a Discord for the fan freaks as well if anyone's interested. Um, but no, I want to tell a quick story about Yoko. Okay. Do you, do you know about the Resident Evil Outbreak characters, obviously? I do. Okay. So there's six, eight? No. There's eight. There's eight, yes. There's eight characters in the Outbreak um, game that you can choose from. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them being Yoko, her special. I'm explaining this Not for you. Not Yoko Ono. Not Yoko Ono. Her name's Yoko Suzaki. Suzaki? Suzuki? Um, in any case, her special ability is that she has a backpack and she can carry more more items. She basically right. has expanded inventory Everybody space. has like a special ability. Right. And it's really cool because it's like having a class system for your survival horror. But anyway, um, so this Yoko that I was playing with online, what the fuck, man? So she would run around and pick up, imagine, because you play Resident Evil as well, right? Mm -hmm. Where, imagine someone running around, picking up every weapon that's better than a handgun. Every so weapon that's the better machine, than a- the machine handgun, the the burst fire handgun, the shotgun, and the the hangar, handgun with the expanded clip. All that, Yoko took it, put it in her backpack. 
all the key items, put it in her backpack. It's like, dude, are you playing with us or do you want to survive? Yeah, here's the list. Oh, I know the characters, dude. I just forgot what the number was. <laughs> okay, but I, I just wanted to see if you wanted to name them all. Who do you use? Um, I'm, an, I'm an Alyssa main. There are mains, Adrian, in it is Resident eight. Evil Outbreak. Sorry. It is eight. It's okay. You can have, basically, depending on what you feel like you do best for the team is who your main is. So there's what a does healer. Alyssa do again? Alyssa is the lockpick, who's essentially the thief. Which fits so well with all my other fucking classes and video games. So her job as Alyssa is to unlock every fucking door on the campaign map as soon as possible. You are the only one with a lockpick and you will save so much time for other people if you open the doors for them. Because they have to spend time beating it down or finding the key. And you could just be like, nope, done. Nope, done. And you just fulfilled your, your weight to the team. You're good from that point forward. And Alyssa's good. It has good health. She hits hard. She has Kevin's fucking pot shot. I don't know why, but she has it. And it's great. So I don't know. I didn't want to go too much on Outbreak, but Outbreak is a great game. And I highly suggest people get back on that. Um, other games that I've played are Minecraft. You're just, you're just gonna just all right what i'm gonna what you're gonna jump on that now no no i was i did minecraft years ago but i needed something to play on my vita because it was growing growing dust it was gathering dust as it were um and minecraft on the vita is actually really fun because it's just kind of its own contained whatever and i don't know it's a very passive game last thing i will mention this is the last thing. I swear, I know I had a lot of games this time, but I, I did play a lot of shit. Um, I did a Resident Evil 5 stream uh, where I basically did the last two chapters with cheats on. Because I've already platinum this game twice for the fucking 360 and the PS3. I wasn't going to fucking go through all that shit for the PC again. So I just put on a trainer and I like... I had fun <laughs> with the past two chapters, basically. So if you could imagine, I did a run where I was Chris and Barry. And in the cutscenes, you'd see Chris and Barry confronting Wesker, their old original Stars member, and confronting him for his crimes. And I was like, wouldn't this be cool? And then even I did a playthrough where I was Barry and I had Jill. So it's the OG Jill campaign with Barry and Jill. Like, I was just having fun with all these different oh, the mix-ups. Yeah, I was replacing the character models in the main campaign, but with these other people. And they even had the voice acting when you were playing with them, but not obviously in the cutscenes, because that wouldn't make sense. Um, it was fun. I'm still a proponent of playing games with cheats on after you've already experienced the game. You know right. what I mean? Because there is something to be said for running through Resident Evil 4 with fucking infinite ammo and eggs and shit. It's fun. It is. And that that always helps. Like, personally, the reason why when I was playing Fallout 4 again is because I had the DLC. But mm -hmm. I didn't want to go through the slog of getting the perks and all that after I had already beaten the game twice. It's, sometimes it's fun getting those, but... I just wanted to breeze. I wanted to right. enjoy myself. So I went with infinite carry, inf like, basically... Just create as much as you want and all the perks. I wanted to see what it would be like to be a literal god. It's just a different run. You know what it I mean? It's it just that's how people need to think about it because people like to condemn cheating. And you know what? Cheating is bad when it's in like competitive games, obviously. Right. But if it's a single player game and you've already experienced it. And you're not affecting anybody else's play. That's basically it. Exactly. What does it hurt? So if we've learned anything in this podcast, cheaters don't win, but they do have fun. <laughs> 
bad advice. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't do drugs, kids. This has been Bone King. Uh, Adrian, want to give us any, your social media, bro? Uh, you could find me on Twitter. I barely post. Adrian MDOD. At Adrian MDOD. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, do you have any other social media? I don't think so, right? No, I'm on. You can find me on Facebook as Agent of Jesus. I'm the guy that runs Fan Freaks. So hit us up on Fan Freaks, the Fan yeah, Freaks basically. group. Um, you can find me on Bone King TV on Twitch and Twitter and YouTube, where I backlog all my streams and also put some funny videos and fun whatnot. Um, and my voice acting stuff. Yeah, I don't even know if I should promote my Instagram. It's just for cats. It's my cat. If you like cats, hit up Adrian's Instagram. <laughs> um, it's cats. It's cats.